the heart of the River Kingdoms lies an old Pathfinder Lodge, once thought lost. A lodge shrouded in secrecy and mystery, driving many to believe that its goals are not that of exploration, but of more nefarious purposes. Recently, an unknown venture captain has reopened the lodge and recruited a new group of Pathfinder agents to do its bidding. Whether their goals are to benefit the society or something much more sinister is yet to be seen. Welcome to Tales from the Black Lodge. Hey everyone, welcome to Rule for Combat Tales from the Black Lodge. I'm your GM and host, Steven Glicker, and in this week's episode, we continue where we last left off with yet more fighting. Also, this is a strange episode. I'm going to tell you why. Because there's so much fighting in this tale, I have to really be careful how I cut it because I don't like to cut it in the middle of fights. And because there was PaizoCon last week, I have not had a lot of time to edit the episodes this week. So this one's a little bit shorter than usual. I mean, it's still an hour long. But what I did is I actually combined the end of one session with the beginning of another session. So what I do is at the beginning of every session, I do one of those last we left off things where I recap what happened. And I'd say about 85% of the time, I keep those in the episode. But every so often, I will combine two episodes and I cut out the last where we left off. I just cut it out of the episode and I just find a good place to splice it and it sounds like it's one seamless episode. However, we had some really funny banter at the beginning of the next session. So, about 40 minutes into this episode, you're going to hear me just go right into and last where we left off. And then I go through what happened. I just kept it in. I'm not going to say anything about it. I'm just letting you know right now. So, if it sounds like, hey, wait, did I miss something? Now, the answer is we actually combine the end of one session with the beginning of a new session and i just kept it in so you will hear basically how we start off another session in the middle of this session and i also don't keep in a fight because again this would have been probably like a two two and a half hour episode if i kept in another battle so the episodes are probably going to be kind of weird lengths because you know, depending on the length of these battles, I might have one battle or I might have two battles. And in this case, if I kept in another battle, this episode would have gone well over two hours because there was a very, very complex battle coming up later. It's not a spoiler. There's tons of battles in this tale. It's just a very combat heavy tale. So there's just going to be lots and expect, to, you know, these episodes to be kind of strange lengths. I try to always make them at the bare minimum, I try to make them no shorter than 50 minutes, close to an hour whenever possible. But after that, anything's gravy. I try to keep it within an hour to about an hour and a half. And recently, they've been going a little longer, some almost as much as two hours, just because of the way they, uh, they end up being cut. So just be aware that you're not having a stroke if you hear me talking about it. And when we last left off at uh, 40 minutes in. And something else that happens this episode is that I kind of 
I don't misread the rule, but I read the rule, and this is something that happens a lot in Pathfinder, is that they have a very tight amount of space when it comes to the rules. And I've said this before, is that the Pathfinder rulebook was originally 800 pages long, and they had to cut it down to whatever it is now. It's like, what is it, five, 600 pages? But they had to cut it way down. So they really try to use as few words as possible whenever describing a rule. And sometimes it gets really confusing when you read a rule because it's so short. And one of those rules is grab an edge. When you read it and you just don't even think about it, it's very easy to sort of mess up the rule. I keep in that discussion of where I say one thing and then we go through it and we discuss it and we come to the conclusion of how the rule's supposed to work and then I correct it. And that's pretty common. We often will do that is that you know, the rule is, the rule is, the rule is on rules, is that the very first time a rule comes up and we use it, I usually try to either discuss it with the group so that we understand what the rule is, and then from there on, we always get it right. But of course, the very, very first time it comes up, and if it's a confusing rule, we might spend, you know, three, five minutes discussing it as a group to understand how it's supposed to work. And one thing that's nice is since I have Vanessa on the stream this week, she is an expert at the rules. She develops for Paizo. She looks at the rules constantly, is always thinking about them. So using her as someone to confer as a GM is nice. You know, sometimes when I confer with the players, they don't always think about the rules or never saw them before. So the rule is new to them as much as it's new to me. But for Vanessa, most times she knows the rule, she's seen the rule, and she's already thought about the rule. So it makes it really, really nice when we get to discuss them. So a few quick show notes. PaizoCon I thought was a great success. I went into a lot of detail of what I thought about PaizoCon if you listen to Extinction Curse Three Ring Adventure. So you can listen to that intro. But long story short is I thought it was a lot of fun. It felt like PaizoCon. It was nice to see everyone talking about the upcoming products from Paizo and to see the people from Paizo and we got to play our Tales from the Black Lodge with Eric Mona and it went great. I was really nervous. I never get nervous. I'm like one of those people. I just don't get nervous. I do big presentations at Fortune 500 companies in front of CEOs and billionaires and it doesn't phase me at all but like doing this little thing of a game on Twitch live was like making me really scared. Not that I was going to mess up, but something with the technology out of my control would mess up. And it did happen, if you're watching the game, about halfway through, there was an issue with Roll20, but thankfully, thank God, it, uh, it, it fixed itself, and after like two or three minutes, it just went away. But oof, I was getting a little, little worried there. And if you want to watch it, if you missed it, just go to our YouTube channel. You can find it. Just go to YouTube and type Roll for Combat or go to RollForCombat.com, click on the YouTube link, and you can see the entire episode. You can actually see the battle map. You can see all of us in video, and it was fun. It was a lot of fun, and we invented some cool gambling games in the middle of the episode. You could steal those for your table. I think your people would like them, and uh, yeah, check it out. Also, don't forget, you only got about a week left to put in your monsters for the RPG Superstar contest. So just go to RPGSuperstar.com, don't forget, and you can put in up to three monsters and you can win lots of prizes. Doesn't cost anything. Totally free. Also, check out our Patreon if you want to watch us, just like you did at PaizoCon. Ten bucks a month, you can watch us 
whenever we're live for Extinction Curse or Tales from the Black Lodge. We're doing a brand new one with Param right now. That one is really cool. It's very out of the box. It's unlike any other adventure that you've probably ever seen before. It doesn't have really combat and it doesn't really have social encounters. It's all building. It's, it's really cool. And uh, definitely check that one out. And then finally, don't forget to check out our Discord channel. If you were at PaizoCon and you were having a lot of fun playing games, you can continue that fun. Just go to discord.rollforcombat.com. We have a new game starting approximately one every three days. That's how many games we do and Pathfinder and Starfinder, or if you want to run your own games, you can. Nothing's stopping you. So just check out discord.rollforcombat.com, and we got tons of players, over 250 tables going on. Anyhow, with that, let's get to this week's show. You walk up to the large keep. You, Mr. Peepers runs in through the front door. Everyone's following, going, Mr. Peepers, wait, wait. As, the, as you know, he's always gets way too excited. It is midday, and as soon as you walk through the front door, you come to a large room that features a pair of interwinding staircases leading to the next level along the southern wall, lying in poorly arranged piles against the wall to the north are some loose bags spilling over with lengths of copper wire, various stones, and gemstones, cogs, wheels, and other devices. Though the room's northwest corner appears to have been recently swept clean. And in addition, you see... Don't, don't move. Wait, I thought Mr. Peeper was up front. Chris Beamer is playing Thorgan the Lion. A dwarf redeemer champion. Oh no, he's just directing um, the group leadership position. John Stats is playing Mister Peepers, a halfling thief rogue. You see in front an of otter. you, it's an otter. A otter-looking creature. It's a called a kobold, but if you want to call them otters, you may if you wish. They look like these little itty bitty little baby dragons. Uh, although they're not, and you see them all. The ones in the north appear to be playing a game of some sort, and the one to the south sees you as it was kind of resting on the spear and just says something in its language. is like, rah, 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 rah. it's like alarm. I guess. Nick Stocks, you speak Sewer dragons. You speak, uh, cobalt with a K? Un unfortunately, I do not think so. What I, I, no. The closest I got is, I got Draconic. Draconic. I can try Draconic. Seth Lipton is playing Nix Nox, a goblin fire elementalist sorcerer. Roll for combat! Well, oh. guess what? That's what they were saying. They were saying in Draconic. And he was saying, Alam! Alam! And Mr. Peepers is up first in initiative. And, well, you can see what you can see. So, whatever your character sees is what your character can see. So, you might want to move in a little. We should be civilized and attempt to parlay and give them the opportunity to attack first and then kill them. Now, you're in a very narrow corridor. It's 10 wide, so that's why you're uh, in a double column. But Mr. Peepers, you're up first. Waiting yeah, for I'm you. looking for uh, my uh, languages to see if I know Draconic. Uh, Draconic. Draconic? I would say no chance. Draconic? Uh, I can tell you there's no chance. I say I've been getting ridiculously lucky on the languages this session. Yes, that's awesome. It's, it's crazy. Like Under your character sheet, you have 
Common Dwarven and Halfling. You do not have Draconic. Um, Mr. Peepers only hears gibberish. Okay, so I see one. Now, are these kobold? Is that what you said? Or yeah, they look kobolds. like yeah, they look like otters, okay. except they've got red scales and they're a little taller. Uh, all right, well, kobolds are, are, are lizards. Um, I'm in sm- sneaking mode, so I'm going to what? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh god. Okay. I love how you just disappeared into the darkness. Okay, well, where'd you go, Mr. Peepers? You're going there. Okay, you're like running away towards the stair. He's, he's bleeding so counters. Move, he's going to go right? to the second floor. Is... Yep, that's one oh, move. No, no, that's, that's one move. Okay. Uh, for my second move, I'm going to go... What, what 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 do I hold down to actually see how far I go? Right-click once to activate it, and then move your character, and then click right again to show if you like how far you moved at that point. That's going upstairs. So you're running upstairs. Okay, okay. so that's two moves. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, you were running and... upstairs. I guess you stopped. Yep. Uh, third move. Now, one fun thing. Everything yeah. in here is dim light. So anyone who does not have dark vision or dim light vision will have a 20% mischance of everything in here. Okay, so... Who's wearing my... that Wayfinder? So my... F- Oh, yeah. What is the deal with that Wayfinder? Wayfinder can give light as per light spell on it. You can activate it as an action. Uh, Who has that? Probably Nixnox, or was he looking at it last? I don't know. I was looking at the note. Oh, the note. Well, I'm the one who got it out of the thing, so probably me then. All right. Probably Um, you then. I have dim light vision. So for a free action, can I say... There are four kobold um, wizard things to the north that you guys ought to be aware of. And for my third action, I am going to... I'm going to delay my third action. You can't, you can't delay this I'm one joking. action. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually just going to sit here and go. But you could, you could ready an action though, right? No. You can. That takes two actions. You can't. Yeah, yeah, I only have Since one. I can't see where you are, can you take cover? Jason McDonald is playing Nella Amberleaf, a human wild druid. Yeah, he can easily. He, 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 he's, so he's so hidden. I'm so Ma- hidden. I'm Mama's up. Right you're taking here. too long. You're, you're taking too long. Mama's up. Well, it wasn't that long. Well, the first thing I'd like to do is recall knowledge about kobolds. Would that be society? Vanessa Hoskins is playing Mama Millicent, a human fighter. Uh, it is society, cheater. You got a Co- plus four. Kobolds for society? Yeah, because it's humanoids. Yeah, exactly. Um, You actually don't know much about them. You know, they're small humanoids that um, try to act like dragons, and they think of themselves as baby dragons. But that's all you know. Do I know that they call them sewer dragons in Absalom? Sure, you know that. But you don't remember, like, their abilities or anything like that, unfortunately. Darn sewer dragons. Sewer dragon. They're invest they infest uh, the Absalom sewers, little rascals. Uh, so that was one action. My second action, I'm gonna go ahead and pull out my uh, you know, I'm gonna try this katana. I'm gonna pull out the katana. Nice. Oh boy. My third action, I'm gonna move into the room. Let's give this new sword a, a, a whirl, shall we? There's one. Oh yeah, you a bunch go. of them critters up there. Go for it. Alright, and that is two moves. Or that is one move, rather. That's my third action. 
Wow, well now that's bravery. I'm actually learning something about bravery today. You, you're learning a lot about bravery every time you breathe, because you are uh, you are a wimp. That's very uh, brave. Uh, uh, I'm very <laughs> slow. I only move twenty. You are slow. You're slow Me as too. can be. So, the uh, the cobalt sees Mama, and it's like they're all sitting there playing like a dice game, and then sees you pop up, and they're like, ah. So the first thing is he jumps up, grabs the spears and stuff, and then he's going to come over to Mama and try to poke you because it's 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 not that smart. Mm-hmm. And tries to poke you with its spear. Does a five hit you? No. Critical miss. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it is a terrible, terrible job. And after seeing that, it, it actually goes, ah, and actually runs back. No, it doesn't. It's no, wait a second. There. What? Oh, wait, so it grabbed a spear, it moved, and attacked. That should be three actions, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's done. And then the other one grabs its spear, and this time decides to throw its spear at Mama Millicent. Ooh. Uh, does a 20 hit you? Finally. Sure does. Three points of damage as you have a little spear sticking out of you. And it's like, ha-ha! Kill the human! And now the cobalt way to the south sees... Now, this guy was actually on uh, patrol. Like, he was actually kind of ready. So he sees Thorgrim and Nella and Nix Nox, and Mr. Peepers is behind the wall. Um... And it decides to throw its spear. Oh, at... he sees Mr. Peepers too, I bet. <laughs> he does. Oh, no. At... Well, Thorgrim's right in front of him. Thorgrim is Nicky. lock, stock, and barrel in front of him. So he throws his spear right at you. What's the range on spear? Oh, 20, yeah. It says right there in his attack. You'll see it when I roll. If it goes through. I catch it. <laughs> and he rolls ah, a clank. natural one. So it bounces off <laughs> it's like he's like uh-oh clank clank goes to trolley and so the gobold's like Rah! does not like that and he pulls out his sling and reloads it and he is done and then finally the orange one goes and the orange one is going to also do the same thing, pop up and throw a spear. Oh my goodness. Up. Ouch. A 23 will hit Mama. So a little bit of damage to Mama. Not a ton, but some. All right, you little critters are getting on my nerves. They're all happy, too. They're like, ha-ha! Nyxnox is up way in the back. Yeah, let me see. uh, I'm going to... I'm gonna try to uh, demoralize them into submission. I'm a little uh, I, like I know this is this is standard like you know murder hobo D and D style, like, but but I'm feeling a bit uh, unconventional. Where uh, maybe busting into somebody's house and murdering them all is not necessarily the right thing to do. Uh, so I think I'm going to uh, advance. And uh, how many, like, th- like, can I coerce, or is that like a 10-minute conversation? No. 
No. Demoralize just makes it Frightened 1 or Frightened 2. That's it. There, there's two options here. There, there's uh, there's Demoralize, which I can do with a glance because I have Intimidating Gaze. That's a that's a backup. I'm more interested in this in, in, right now. I'm more interested in the coerce function of the Intimidation skill where uh, with threats, veiled or overt, I attempt to bully a creature into doing what I and want. And how long does that take? Oh, I see. You must you must spend at least a one minute conversation. Exactly with right. It takes a minute. All right. So I'm I'm going to uh, uh, demoralize them with intimidating glare, and uh, well, it only does one. Can't. Do All right, one. fine. I'll do one. I'll do I'll do if I if I see what the biggest one looks like, then I'll pick that one. Here, one. Let's see. Let's move into the room. One, two, three, four, five. I move twenty-five, and. Uh, What's the, what's the biggest one? Uh, probably the one standing in front of Mama. The blue one. That one? Mm-hmm. Uh, I say, Indraconic, you there, drop your weapon, and we will spare your lives. We do not seek your lives or your treasure. Uh, continue continue uh, opposing us, and we will take both. And I shoot and I shoot a, a glare okay. of burning fire from my eyes into his okay. soul. You like those dragons, don't An you? Intimidation check. Uh, I don't know, like, uh, like looking at this just, uh, just on his face. Uh, we don't really know any. Do we, like, do we know that kobolds uh, are innately evil creatures, and all of them must die and they're scourged of the earth? Do we know that, or are these, or, or are these guys just, just people that are living in an abandoned house somewhere that we just busted in, did it, like, did it a home invasion, and now we're just going to kill them all for no particular reason? Yeah, I think that's the one. Yeah, yep. maybe we don't yep. want to do that. Maybe, maybe you know, like I, like I am neutral, but uh, maybe that's a, maybe that's an evil action. We shouldn't do that. We'll find out. Give me a intimidation check. Uh, okay. I have this pamphlet I'd like to share with you. It's called "You're in a role playing game. You're here to kill shit." <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like like this the murder hobo style, but I figure I'll give this a go. It's also also just to add to like to have them alive and be able to ask them questions. What could be actually valuable? Now I know. I, I ask I them know. questions. They're just little sewer dragons. They've been living here. Doing what? Up to no good. For sure. Of uh, you roll a twenty four, and that is against its will DC. And if they're bad, if somebody that lives here knows something about the place that they're living in. You critically succeed, so it is super frightened from you. So it is frightened too. Good job. Nice. Uh, so wait, so that's uh, two actions. I have another action. You moved? Yeah, and you did that. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so, so I'll, I'll, gl- I'll glare at the next big one. I'll glare at the I'll glare at the, this little purple one that's the that's 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 over here. I'll glare at him too. Okay, the purple one. That's pretty good ability. I like it. You also freak that guy out too as you roll a twenty-six. You. You critically succeed against that one too. They are Damn, not straight. enjoying you. So Nella is up. Okay, with my first action, I'm going to move out into the room at least enough so I can see Millicent and heal her as needed. But I'm not gonna I don't I'm not gonna heal her yet. Uh, and then I'm going to go back to the more traditional cast produce flame on the orange guy. Okay. Ugh. Ten. <laughs> ten. That oh, it's not a crit miss. It's just a it's a miss. You <laughs> miss with a ten, and you're done. Yeah, that's Thorgrim's my turn. Up, Thorgrim. Finally, the slow poke gets to go. All right, jeez. Uh, it looks like that's going to take two moves to do that. 
25 feet. Yep. And then um, I will attack with my trident to the orange one. Okay. Okay. That's a hit. Uh, Critical, maybe. 25 is a hit. Not critical. Do your damage. A whopping six points of damage. Got a lot of commentary, don't you, tonight? <laughs> Lots of commentary. Because I have to, because that's what a podcast is. No, let's just do it silently. It'll be great radio. I know. But you, you're going to do it in mime. How about some positive commentary? <laughs> yeah. A lot of negative okay. commentary. <laughs> okay. We'll, the the global we'll, we'll picks move on to another up. player. That will be the positive Oh, quest, question. Um, Hit him with a proton. That's they're positive. Armed, they're armed with spear, sling, and what else? Do they have any other weapon? No. That's all I got. So the cobalt last one picks up its spear, sees Thorgrim attacking his buddy, and he's all he's all like, "Oh no!" and decides to throw his spear at uh, at Thorgrim. Which one's that red? A uh, twenty-one hits you. Does four points of damage. Take a whopping take, four. Take, a take it off. Yeah. Take right it off on, the board. Yeah, right on take your face. Right on his nose. Yeah. Right in his freaking mm-hmm. face. I want to see that ripped. I want to see that taken off the board. He rips off Thorgrim's beard. Now Mr. Peepers is hiding in the corner. Oh, wait, Mr. Peepers. Wow. Okay, so he just gave me a hard time about and where is he? In, totally in the back doing nothing. All right. Well, wow. I see that there's. This is why you don't want to go down that killed. road. Well, you've all had turns. Nothing has died since. Okay, so I'm gonna start. I'm gonna stop screwing around. Yeah, I think so. Uh, he's moving in. He's moving in. Oh, he's getting close. He's getting close. He's going That's up to that corner. Mm-hmm. He's going after the scared Fortunately, one. Fortunately, so scared one. Oh, he's right up to it. It's scared. Actually, it's worried. No, 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 no. I, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to do that. Okay. As I you know. go to the south of the cobalt, mm-hmm. suddenly the floor underneath you falls into a trap door. Give me a reflex save to see if you can catch an edge and not fall in. Oh, not happy. Not happy. Reflex? Mr. Peepers, you found a trap. Oh, I found <laughs> a trap, guys. You found it. That's a 22! That's a 22! Put it grab, on the board! Put it on the board! Grabs an A. Grab an edge is a reflex. Sorry, it's a, it's a, it's a reactive action. Now, you don't have to do this. If you want, you can fall into the trap, and it looks like Ooh. it's a good. It looks like it's a good twenty feet down. So, do you want to fall into the trap, or do you want to try to grab an edge? Are there ridges at the bottom of the trap? Well, you rolled a twenty-two. Let's see what was the DC. There could be perfume and uh, morsels of chocolate and riches at the bottom of the trap. Yeah, the catch and edge is typically equal to the DC to climb it. Okay, I'm looking here. Um, well, I mean, I'm not always catching. I could just, like, bound off to a safe square and then, you know, grab a chocolate or something like that and then attack. With a 22, I think, yeah. At first mm-hmm. level. First level, 22. 
That's no, what I'm saying. Or do, you, or do you humorously almost fall into the pit? You know, where you go, It actually doesn't have the climb. It doesn't have it. So what's the default climb? Uh, you can just go with what the level is, the base DC, which I think is 14 for level one. Uh, correct. So here's what happens. You roll a 22. That's an excellent reflex save. 22 does the following. You have at least one hand free if you grab an edge or handhold, stopping your fall. So let's see. You still take damage from the distance fallen so far, but you treat the fall as if it was 20 feet shorter. So you, um, you still fall in, but you don't take any damage. So you fall in, and you are now 20 feet down in a trap. So let's draw that on the, in the, in the <sighs> program, shall we? Wait. <sighs> there we go. <sighs> so you fall in. You're now in a trap. You're 20 feet down. There's wood all over the place as the as the floor fell out from underneath you, but you managed to slow your fall and take no damage. Good job. Now what and do you there's... Oh, That's right. You're 20 feet okay, under. Okay, and there's no chocolate and fruit baskets at the bottom of the trap? There's a lot of water at the bottom, so you might have to, like, search through the water and find where it is. Mama is up. I still have an action. I don't know why Mama's up. I still have an action. No, it took two actions. It took two actions for you to walk there. And then, yeah. oh, it's true. You have an action. You do have an action. You're right. Hell yeah. I uh, I climb back up and I bound next to the monster and I attack it in the same turn. You, you can't do wow. that. I know. <laughs> I'm joking. Wait, you um, fell into the pit, but you didn't take any damage. That's how that works? Well, I mean, I caught myself. He does what's I, called I, grab I, an I edge. I the edge. And yeah. if you grab an edge, you fall, but you treat it 20 feet shorter. And the the it's actually 20 feet deep. So because it's 20 feet deep, he takes zero damage. So he well, basically so like that's also I'm, I haven't fallen. If 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 that's true, no, you fall in. I... No, you fall in. You still fall in. So so if you step on a trap, you autom There's no you automatically fall in no matter what. Well, it's every well, trap is different. He... So no, I have a question. Where did he grab the edge? Did he grab the edge of this trap on our floor? Because what happens is you still take damage from the distance fallen so far. So if he grabs it there, he, he basically didn't fall almost anywhere. Yeah, I mean, well, if I'm at one hand zero... Free, you grab an I... edge, stopping your fall. If you still take damage from the distance fallen so far, but you treat the fall as if it were 20 feet shorter. See, it's so weird. How does, like, the way it's written? It's like, so, you... so here's the thing. So if he falls, like, say, one square, right? Just to the edge of the pit, he falls five feet. 20 feet shorter, zero feet, takes no damage. But like if you were falling down a shaft and halfway down the shaft, there's like an old ladder rung and you could try to grab that, you can grab it. Now let's say you fell 30 feet down the shaft and grabbed the ladder rung. You still take damage as if you fell 10 feet because it's still pretty jarring to like fall a long way and grab this ladder rung. But if you start falling right away and just whoop, grab the edge, it seems like you'd still be up near the top. Um, you would just... Well, this is what I'm going to say. So Mr. Peepers instead... Um, grabs an edge, rolls a 22. He does not fall in, but you do grab the edge and now are hanging. So you can spend one action to climb out, or you can just be hanging there with the kobold standing over you, which I'm sure will go awfully well. What do you wish to do? Well, I mean, with my turn, can I do that? Yes. Yep. Okay. You, you spend one action to climb out of the pit, and but now I'm not you are prone. You're not prone. You're just standing next okay. to the pit. That but you still sense. get to make an athletics check against the climb DC to get out of the pit. Uh, do I? 
I mean, I'm, I'm yes. climbing zero. Yes. I'm climbing zero feet. You can you can still fall and fail. So give me a climb to just pull yourself up and out. Uh, how about I'll make it you give well. me a climb? Uh, it's athletic skill check. Yeah, it's plus uh, it's plus seven. But that's not do bad. I, don't you roll that? No, you roll. No, it's it. all secret. You'll know right away whether or not you succeeded. Yeah, you roll it. There it is. Oh! oh! You roll a one. <laughs> I mean, you try to climb out. It's an eight. And you no, fall. no, no. That's an eight. You that's fall. not a zi- that's no. not a one. That's an eight. Yes, it's it's, it's a eight. one plus seven. It's a automatic failure. Yeah. Look, it says. It's oh yeah. Hero point. Hero point. Hero point. Hero point. Thank you. Thank you. Hero point. Action Jackson for the rest. Hell of yeah. Hell yeah. We're gonna do a hero point on that one. Uh, I, I love that. Now. I love that you're doing a hero point to do a pull up. Uh, e- go right ahead. Go yeah, right ahead. You spent that do. hero point. I wanted to see you fall and take the damage. This trap is doing everything in its power to eat you. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Come we on. go back to back on the one. It's a hungry. I mean, trip. I've already rolled the 22 on the trap. I mean, I beat the trap. I mean, it's. No, you didn't. You that's, That was the hang and edge. Well, let's see. Seven. Trap says otherwise. Doesn't okay. mean anything because I'll you, need to roll you, something. You, you pull yourself. You pull yourself up. You're done. That trap did everything in its power to suck you in. You know why? Because there actually is candy at the bottom of the trap. You see it now. You're like, oh, maybe I do want to go in. There. Oh, now there's candy. candy at the bottom. Now, now, now that yes. I beat it, now yep. there's chocolate and candy. Right. There's a fruit basket right. down there. There's everything. It's down a there. full fruit basket. In fact, you think it's an edible arrangement. <laughs> a little bit of wine. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's unfair. Nice. So so unfair, were there actually Peepers. soft pillows at so the bottom? So unfair to Mr. Peepers yes. right now. Soft pillows, and and it's got like, uh, it's just, it's really, really tasteful and nice. Uh, Mama is up. She has no idea what's going on back there. It sounds like total chaos. All right. Well, regardless of Mr. Peeper's amazing acrobatics down there, uh, Mama Millicent has a kobold right in front of her, scared though he may be from whatever blither blather knickknox was saying uh and another kobold nearby who's pretty injured so let's start with the one right in front of us shall we uh we are going to two-hand katana uh this little jerk jerk not a jerk uh, He's a kobold. jerk 14 to hit uh remember he is frightened too yeah yeah you hit yeah. and you do how much damage 10 points of slashing damage you cut him in half and he dies yes nice and in all right he goes i was surrendering and he's like dying as he was trying to surrender keep going Uh, yeah yeah not try to surrender (laughs) um mama's gonna go ahead and move right into the middle of this group of kobolds. Wow. Oh, wow. My god, oh my god. Little kobold spears falling out Chris, of her because, you know, they're totally notes. surrendering. I'm taking wow. notes. I'm taking mental notes, but she wow. is level two. And then she's going to go ahead and swing uh, with her last action. She's going to try and use the uh, brutish shove a- attack against the one to the south of her, the one that has already been injured. Uh, unfortunately, that's only an 11 to hit, so yeah, I'll probably miss. That, that misses. Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. Let's 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 see him bring it on. Okay. This Cobalt. He, uh... Huh. I'm making myself a target. 
Go ahead, little kobold. Throw something at me again. Has flanking on you, though. I didn't actually think of that. Well, I was thinking I was going to get rid of the the injured one and not be flanked. Well, but, he eh. threw his spear, so he doesn't have a spear. Does he have mm-hmm. a natural attack? No, he actually does not. Um, believe it or not. So, <laughs> It's like a kobold. <laughs> I know. I was like, it's he threw like a his only weapon. And so he... Um, is I, I do have a soft spot in my heart for kobolds. They're the ulti- they are the ultimate underdog. Yeah, it's true. Them and He's going to walk over to try to get his weapon. He's gonna walk over. Oh well, I'm gonna I'm gonna use an attack of opportunity against him. Nice. Okay, good thing you only get one of those. Thank God. Twenty to hit. Yeah, you hit, That's but you only good. did minimum damage. I know. Five whole points of slashing. And you you hit him, and he's like ah ah ah, and he's like walking over to go get his uh, his spear. So he walks over. He picks up his spear, which he now wait a has. second. Yeah, I have a question. Yeah. Because of little macros and stuff we're using, I actually did 11, no, 14 points of damage because the two-handed damage is listed at the bottom and I'm doing two-handed damage with this thing. Well, you gotta so say, actually, you gotta say true. you're doing two-handed damage. I did, I did at the beginning of the combat. Now, granted, that was one entire pit trap ago, but still. Yeah, she doesn't have anything in her other hand. So. No, I'm, I'm, I'm a two-handed oh, weapon fighter. I don't know these things. You gotta say. No, no, it's fine. I got a few different things going on. Okay, so. I no, I know you do. I do. I know you do. All right, that one dies, so it doesn't yes. get anywhere near there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Dumb kobolds. All right. Well, this kobold laughs as Mister Peepers like uh, almost fell into the trap, and it is going to. Step back five feet, and it had a sling ready, so now it's going to sling at Mr. Peepers. Uh, let's see, at a minus two, so that's a 16. What does Mr. Peepers AC? 18. It misses Mr. Peepers. And then it just reloads, and it's, um, it's frightened goes down to one. And then the per the other kobold goes, the one right next to Mama and Thorgrim. And this one is smarter than the other one. This one realizes what's going on and says something to the kobold next to it. So it's like, rah, 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 and takes a step there carefully as he saw his friend just get cut in half. And then he decides to attack Mama with flanking. Uh-oh. Does a 15 hit you with flanking? It does not. Flanking is plus two? Basically. Oh, it's minus two to my AC, yeah. yeah. All right. So you have a 17 AC. So it tries to hit you and it misses, but it's going to go again. One more time. Oh, it misses. That stinks. Nick Knox is up. I think I think their fate is sealed. Five, 10, <laughs> That's 15, too many dead 20, already. Leave no witnesses, Nick Knox. Uh, this is going to be fun. I'm going to uh, use... What's the name of this spell? This is going to be a nice Fireball. dramatic. I'm gonna, uh, no, 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 no. Uh, electric arc. I'm going to electric arc around Mama Millicent. So it hops from uh, the green one to the uh, to the tan one. Yep. yep. It's automatic, so just press right. the button. Yep. So it's... Uh, nice. Um, and then uh, they do saves, right? So they do saves to see if uh, they get hit or not. And the first one fails, the purple one. Oh, it's a cantrip too, huh? Yep. 
and yep. the second one fails. So they both fail, and they take seven points of electricity damage each. Nice. So the orange one dies horribly, and the green one just takes nice. seven points of damage. Uh, and it does not look good because that was a lot of damage. <laughs> All right, I forgot so for, how bad they smelled. And, and for and for my last action, I shoot a glare at him and say, "You should have surrendered when you had the chance." Oh my god, you're just being mean. That's right. <laughs> Is that intimidation? Yeah, it's that intimidating glare I got. Okay, roll. I demoralize him. Roll the. Uh, wow. You guys, you're, that demoralizing is really good. You critically succeed again. So that one is critically... It, it's it's good if I roll well. Rolling well is the key. <laughs> I yeah. know, you rolled a 23. I mean, you've rolled in like the high 20s every time. Uh, Nella that, is That up. is my best skill. It's a plus 7 on that. Nella's up. Alright, well, um, I'm going to go ahead and do a produce flame on... I mean, Millicent seems like she's got things in hand. Whereas Peepers just kind of fell into the pit, so I'm going to hit the one to my right. Don't forget about Thorgrim. He's over there helping. It's oh, hey, didn't see you there, Thorgrim. <laughs> it's really... It's a, good thing. it's a good thing you said that, because I had forgotten about Thorgrim. <laughs> well, I'm everyone, so glad... I'm, la I'm, I'm dead last in the initiative round, or second to last, I should say. Wait, which one are you attacking? Are you attacking the purple one? Purple, sorry, purple. Okay, so that's 30 feet away, so you roll a 19, and... That hits in seven points of fire damage. Uh, it is a little bit on fire, and it does not look good. It looks almost dead. What do you do? Um, that's pretty much... I don't I mean... I'm not sure there's much point to moving, so... I don't have any more... I don't have any, like, one action... Can you cast Produce Flame twice, or it takes two actions? It's a two-action cast. Two, two yeah. All right, I guess I'm just done. Thorgrim, almost right. everyone's dead. You got, got one left over here. Are you going to try to kill it? Oh, look at over that. There. Look at that. He's and I will attack. What a hero. Be, are you flanking? Wow, what a hero. Flanking. Everyone's everyone's coming to... You know <laughs> what? Let's that looks see. like a miss. <laughs> uh, you roll a 10, and it's demoralized. Sorry. Oh, shoot. That's two. actually a 13. Uh, that's oh, three. did someone mess up their roll? I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know it's if a, I should like that. I see a 10. I see a 10. I don't know I what you guys are talking about. So I see a 10. a lot of crap about having the rolls wrong. It sure is easy to get these rolls wrong, isn't it, it it's, Chris? It's a 13. You know? I dreaded that uh -huh. I put the wrong number on uh -huh. I knew that I was going to hear shit. Uh-huh. But you it is a 13. It. Okay. The is minus 4. It is, is, is minus 4. So you managed to hit it after initially thinking you missed it. So give Good. me the damage. The damage He's pulling a Noah. It doesn't matter. It only had one hit point left. So you kill it. It's dead, and uh, you actually have one action left, so what are you going to do? I'm going to raise my shield. There's nothing near you. But you never know. You never know. Zombie I don't know cobalt. what's up north. You never know. I Mr. Be better safe than sorry. do you jump in the pit and get the chocolates, or do you try to kill this cobalt warrior who's no. right next to you? You know what? Mr. Peepers does not raise his shield. He's going to take a uh, five-foot step and attack. He hops over the corner where the... Uh... Oh, man. 21 hits the six points of damage. You finished this. It's a typical Mr. Peeper's turn. Woo. And it's dead. 
and combat is over. All uh-huh. five kobolds have swiftly been killed. They are all dead. I believe I have one more action. I'm going to search that monster. Wow. Okay. Like in initiative before anyone else gets a chance. Yeah, exactly. Immediately exactly. goes it like like, like a, exactly. a shark with blood yeah. in the water. <laughs> exactly. You, you oh see the eating frenzy. While there's droplets of blood still airborne, have not landed. Those little fingers are finding their little uh, purchase. You find a potion. Oh, uh, I so have no idea what that is. So I uh, show the party. You like you you literally rip through its belongings and you find a little you find the little potion on it and you're like, ha I mean, what kind of what kind of check is that for uh, a potion? Yeah, potion. Uh, it's just like, like detect magic. It's just detect magic. It's standard detect magic. Uh... If you don't have detect magic, just in case. Cultism, maybe? Arcana? Religion? It's whatever. Yeah, anyone can do I it. I have Arcana. Uh, I, I, can, I can read his aura. Yeah, you know yeah, what? You I'm can. doing Arcana. I, I've got plus four in Arcana, and I'm rolling it. Can he do it if he doesn't have... Can anyone detect magic? Or, I yeah, mean, uh, as long as they have trained in the skill, yeah, they can do you it. You have to be trained, though. Are you trained? I will say. Well, I am yeah. trained in Arcana, yes. I'm not I'm trained looking. in society, but I am trained in Arcana. You are trained in Arcana. You Hell are. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah. You, I do you not look lie. at it and you say, oh, I know what this is. This is a minor healing potion. Oh, cool. there you go, guys. Cha-ching. Nice. Uh, meanwhile, Millicent is going to uh, pull out her med kit and start patching herself up, or at least trying to. Yep, that should do it. 11. No change. I will heal you for sex. Uh, you know, I'm not really interested in dwarves, so... This is the power of Iomidae. Whoa! I mean, I figured it was the power of Calistria when you said you are going to heal me for, you know, what you said, but, you know... Take the take these blessings of Iomidae, and I do my thing. Yeah, keep your pants on. Keep your pants on. <laughs> All this chain melt. I actually should heal myself, too. And then I'll start doing my praying for ten minutes. Oh, you know what I forgot? I forgot to do... The 20% missed chance for anyone who doesn't have dark vision or a little bit. But I thought people oh. brought in lights. I thought people were talking about turning the wayfinder on and stuff. Yeah, we never did, though. No, we never, oh, no one did. I just assumed that happened. <laughs> nope. That did not. I had dark vision, though. I know. If, I think you, have light, if you have low light vision, though. Everyone can see except hey, Mama. <laughs> hey, where'd that, where'd that wayfinder go? Here, you could take a look. I give it to you. Yeah, let me see that. She she Take that. Yeah, she uh, puts it around her neck, uh, and she's like, where's that little? And she's inspecting it, and she sees a little, like, command word somewhere on it, I assume, etched or something. Uh, and she'll use the one-action command to light it up. So now she has light. Does it still do that? It does. Yeah, it sure does. One action. It's about the only thing it does. <laughs> I mean, you can put an ion stone in it, but that, mm-hmm. I don't know if it comes with one already. It does know. not. not, not and, it is a, and it is a compass. It is a compass, so... Mm-hmm. And it is a uh, it sh- it shows your status or something, right? It's like a somewhat of a status symbol among adventurers. Well, specifically yeah. among pathfinders, it is like right. the symbol of the pathfinder society. Yeah, it's bling. It is cool bling. I bet we can buy one. So there we go. I actually gave Mama Millicent light so she can actually see light now, which will be interesting. Oh, cool. So after I pray, I'll search these other bodies. 
Last we left off, you managed to find Diggins Rest, a five-story tower, which you charged into, found the homeowners, which was a lovely cobalt family. You murdered them all. So home intrusion, I don't know what you're doing, but okay, whatever. Mr. Peepers thought he saw dessert and candy at the bottom of a pit and almost fell in, but he didn't. So now you're standing around the first floor of this tower. Mama Millicent has her light out because it's kind of dark in here. There's five dead kobolds, a large pit in the floor, and someone, whoever was the most valiant and heroic last time, gets an extra hero point. Who shall that be? Last time it was Nella. But this time, I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember because it's been a little while. Who was the most valiant in this fight? It was probably who, a dwarf. Probably. Who deserves mm. that extra hero point? I'm wondering. Now, Nick Knox did absolutely nothing in <laughs> that <laughs> fight. He was, he was reluctant. So, he was that's, reluctant. Not, that's not true. I, I debuffed left and right. He did uh, like I, de I debuffed. I debuffed like I debuffed half of them. Very you like, intimidated. Not, not not like. Not insignificantly. That's Nella true. Nella was jumping around. Mr. Peepers actually took one for the team and almost mm -hmm. fell in a pit because he kind of went a little crazy. Certainly uh, the most dramatic journey in the first part of the adventure. That's true. Thorgrim, who remembers? Yeah. Um, and Mama Millicent. Mama Millicent's just a monster. She just she has that katana. She has this gleaming katana covered in gore and cobalt. Can you can you she was murder she was murdering them while I was calling for their surrender. <laughs> I was can like giving the hero point to the weapon. You need you no harm. You should surrender as one of them loses their head. <laughs> I know. If right, the weapon itself should get the hero point, but you know what? I think Mr. Peepers gets the hero point cuz he charged in recklessly and found the trap the old-fashioned way. By setting oh it off. Oh God! You're just going to encourage him. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I won't argue with that because I have no memory of what happened the last time we played. I so. remember you. You did not do much. You snuck he, in. No, and... well, he used his hero point because he almost fell in the pit, that's and he had true. to use the oh, hero point right. to save himself. Oh yeah. So yeah, Mr. Peepers, you know, you're now back up to one hero point from zero. Okay, I, I'll take it. No, I, I, I need it. And you also found a minor healing potion. And well, I don't know what else you want to do. This room. Yeah, we did, did we search them? I don't think no, we searched them. No, 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 we didn't search them. We, yeah, yeah, let's search. Right, them. So I, well, gonna... actually, you you did search them. They have slings and spears for small people. If you want those, oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna lay on hands, heal Mama Millicent, and then wait ten minutes and heal myself. What okay. does? Uh, let's see. Let me do it. Well, Sling. I was gonna say, Mama uh, Millicent is only down two hit points, though. Yeah, I mean, I'm only down four, but why not? It's like you keep doing it. Um, four, it might as well be okay. five thousand. I mean, yeah, I don't like being—I don't like ever being below max. I—I I, oh, I, I can be wrong, but I have a memory that the reason why you're only down two is because you did that already. Like I, th I thought you didn't do that. But I can keep doing it. Like every ten minutes, I can do it. All right, play the tape. Uh, I'm not sure, but just. You just just reset yourself. Just spend spend the twenty minutes healing up, giving everyone six. Mama goes up to six. I saw her heal up. All right. 
Thorgrim, you can give yourself six. Don't forget oh, everyone's yeah, I forgot in that charge. we do it ourselves. Yeah, yeah, everyone's in charge of their own hit points, their own hero points, and their okay, own armor cool. class. I, like I don't I like do that, that anymore. I, like that. I do watch you. I do watch you, however, to make yes, sure you you're should. doing it As well you should, especially Mr. That's Peepers. Right. That's right. Mr. Peepers, what a joke. Anyhow. He's always up to no good. He is up to no good. I'm looking up Sling to see if I... Uh, it does one to six. Yes, I'll take one of those slings. D- is there oh bullets along with that? Oh my god! It's yes, one to six. bullets. Yeah, oh. we'll take them. Ching, 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 ching. That doesn't. That doesn't mean you can't go into melee. By the way, just you know. Uh, d- 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 does as much damage uh, with 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 the sling as my melee. We, we, yeah, but I need you in in combat to draw attacks. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be the last person. I'll be taking all the hits from behind. Mm. All right. I think we're ready to, to advance. Well, it's up to you. I mean, I'm going to oh, put no, I definitely want. No, I'm taking the sling. Definitely a sling. Oh, I know. I'm putting it yeah. in. I'm adding okay. it to your attack. So right. let me just add You're probably going to have to buy it later, right? Yeah, sure. Well, he can use I mean, a sling is, jeez. A, 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 it's a shoestring. It's literally it's a shoestring. Worst, it's shoe literally the worst budget weapon. is what it is. <laughs> it's not the worst. It doesn't do one to four. It does one to six. That's why I took it. You should think about a bow, maybe. No. Katana. Oh, that'll do. Ooh, if you can get one. Yeah, if I could If I could wield it. You can't wield. You're not able to wield Marshall. Too huh? uncommon for me. Okay, I need like 30 more seconds to talk amongst yourselves while I put in Mr. Peeper's sling. I'm, oh, trying so to, I was saying I'm trying before. to figure out how to put my hero point in. Hmm. Mr. Peepers. Oh, uh, um, does anyone know how to craft things? Yes. Yes. Is the person who knows how to craft things the dwarf? I know how to craft blacksmith things. Oh. Anyone else know how to craft things? I was hoping someone could move the potency crystal I have from my maul to my katana, because holy cow, this thing's dynamite. Does that require an extra feat, though? No. I think it's just a craft check to like attach, or maybe you just have to be trained to do it. They might not even be. Is a that check. a one-hour thing? I am. Tra- I am no, trained I in craft. Minutes. If training craft does it, I have trained in craft. Craft what? Oh, it is. Like crafting skill. Isn't it specific though? Crafting. No, the no. Um, the tools are specific, and the formulae are specific. I am not trained in crafting, so I'm. I'm oh right, I see. All right, Mr. Peepers, you have a sling. Uh, it, is the hero points in this browser thing? Oh, my God. I'm going to kill you. Click on your character. You see the little circle where it says one? That's where the hero point is. You just type in the circle. That's how you Oh, I already have. Point. Okay. All right. I already gave you okay. one. There you go. All right. Oh, Actually, well, it just says you must use a repair kit. I have a repair kit. Oh, okay. Well, then anyone can do it. Yeah, it doesn't say you have to be uh, trained. It just says you have to use. Do I have to make a roll for that? No, it just uses a talisman, exploration, manipulate. Mm -hmm. Uh, You spend ten minutes of fixing a talisman to an item. There's no roll mentioned. I can do that for you. Thank you. You are quite welcome. (laughs) Now I have a potency crystal on the awesome katana. Wow, I think the potency potency crystal with the light is making her a beacon for attacks. We shall see. No, it should be fine. It's a plus one and an extra damage die. Oh my god. Extra damage die? Yeah. Forever? For, for, one, the, round. for one round. I'm sorry. For the entire round, yeah. It's good oh, on a round where you're going to be like, I'm going to make three swings now. Boom, boom, boom. That's cool. I did one. Okay. Um, okay. What do you want to do? You're in this room. You've been spending a lot of time moving things and healing. 
Uh, Mr. Peepers is like using the sling, getting the hang of it. There's a large stairs area. There's stairs on both sides, correct? Uh, while we spend a lot of time waiting for Thorgrim to keep getting lay on hands back, uh, Mama Millicent's going to spend her time searching around the room, looking for hidden caches of treasure. You know, you, and all. all right, show me where you're going. Uh, well, I'd probably start in the back of the room because that's where I was, um, and then I would make my way to the forward of the room. I think I have at least twenty minutes, so I should be able to make a couple perception checks. Show me where you're going. What you're doing? I just did. So that's it. Okay, you don't find anything. I mean, if you you're want only me to doing move on every square area of the room, I kind of want to see where you're going. Yes. Yeah, there's traps in here, so be uh, careful. I'm going to be. Those doing... are the things I'm looking for. Oh, okay. Um, I'll... Maybe, maybe I, just I... maybe just describe a uh, like a search sweep. You know, right. like 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 from Mama the Millicent. upper left corner to going clockwise. Yeah, long. Millicent, uh, being the ex law enforcement officer that she is, knows how to do a sweep for contraband and for evidence. And so she is going to carefully look around this room, spending the twenty minutes doing a double search, doing two seek actions, double double search in the room to see if there is any contraband or evidence or clues that might have been hidden or smuggled from us, uh, or any booby traps that might have been left by these kobolds. Actually, I have a quick quick add to that. Can we tie a rope to Mama Millicent and keep it semi-taut that if, so that if she actually does step on another pit or something, we can have a chance to prevent her from falling in? If you have rope. I thought I have like a standard, I have rope. standard adventurer's kit. Yeah, I mean, I'm not very strong, so I don't know that I'd have a great chance, but I'd be willing to do that. I like the idea of Mama Millicent falling with a couple dwarves and a halfling being pulled right in behind and a goblin. We really have. Well, have I, a lot I, of if, it, if I fall in, I'm letting go of the rope. But <laughs> yeah, go, go ahead and catch all six feet, or it'll be fine. Do you go to this square, Mama? I mean, at some point, probably. Yeah. So, do you go to all the squares? That's what I'm asking. Yeah, she's 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 searching the room. She's using the exploration action search. Okay. As she gets to that square, she also feels the square in the northwest corner. She also feels a wooden trap door that covered a pit open up underneath her feet. So you can do the catch and edge to try to not fall in. So what you're saying is I didn't see it. <laughs> I did two perception checks Ooh. and you rolled a 14 and a 16, and you needed an 18. Yeah, it sounds about right. All right, reflex save it is. 23. Uh, that is more than enough to catch the edge and not fall in. Ooh. I will pull myself up and be like... Watch that first step. It's a doozy. Is there anything yep. in the bottom of the pit there? Candy. We almost had candy at the bottom of our pit. Oh, it's a huge pit. Oh, my God. 10 by 10. Wow. Uh, yeah, there used to be a pit drawing over by me. Well, it's black. I just made it dark instead. So wait, where are the stairs in this room? The south. It's by me. Well, there's one to the by southwest and the southeast. Right. Oh, I see them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, there actually is debris at the bottom of both of these pits. Hmm. You want to search? I can lower you down with my rope and grappling hook. Yeah, that's fine. I think the worst of it well, it just fell down into the pit, honestly. But, uh... Might as well check it out. All right, so let's uh, let's do that. All right, we'll start with the one I almost fell into. Okay, so you lower yourself down into the pit, 
It's 20 feet deep, and there appears to be a little bit of water at the bottom. There's debris. There's some, like, uh, wraps of cloth. There's some wood. That's all you see. Is there anything shiny? You don't see anything shiny. Like the Arkenstone. We need a mage to detect magic. Nick Knox, get over here. Maybe you can detect some magic down there. Yeah, we got a pit over I, here, I can too. Read, I can read auras, but generally just spamming detect magic, no. Uh, uh, give me something specific, I can, I, I can investigate it, but I, uh, I'm, not, I'm not a metal detector. All right, well, maybe next pit. I'd be happy to be a metal detector, so I'll throw a detect magic down the direction of a pit. Mama Millicent, do you have anything magical on you? Uh, yeah, I got a potency crystal and probably some other stuff. You detect magic. <laughs> well, it's also magic that you were previously unaware of, so. Oh, is that how it works now? Mm -hmm. I thought it's just you detect any magic. That you Don't didn't know. know of before. Then the Celeste method doesn't work anymore. It does, because the, the trick is that you don't know where in that 30 feet it is. Right. So if you you're know like, it's there, though. Yeah, so Stuff if you're, like, 30 feet away from the edge of a you room... You can choose to ignore magic, magic you're fully aware of, such as the magic items and ongoing spells of you and your allies. Ah, okay, that's See, a new one. Do you do that? Yes. You detect magic in the pit. Nice. <laughs> nice. We had to earn that, didn't we? Nice. Mm -hmm. That was earned. Got lawyers on there. <laughs> okay, I don't know how we're going to narrow it down any further, though, because... Well, you do it the old-fashioned way. You search. Uh, so as she's being lowered down there, uh, she's going to get ready to... What? Take 10. I don't think there is take 10. Doesn't exist. Uh, she's going to search around in the debris, see if she finds anything especially uh, noteworthy. Something less debris-like than the rest of it. Uh, the only thing you notice is that the strips of cloth that are used to tie the beams and debris appear to be in much better shape than the rest of the Oh next Knox, you hear that? I I, I can uh investigate that object. To, and I'll, I'll I'll let me let me go take a look at those suspiciously uh intact what is it? Leather ties? What is it? Cloth strips. cloth cloth strips. Alright, let me yeah. look at those cloth strips. All right, so I tried to read the auras on the cloth strips. I focused on a target object, opening my mind. I opened my mind to perceive <laughs> magical auras. Nice. When the when the casting is complete, you know whether the item is magical, and if it is, I learned a school of magic. Mm. Your third eye is open, and, and that takes that takes a minute. That takes sixty seconds, and I do it from thirty feet away. Nice. Okay, you do it from thirty feet away, and you believe that those are transmutation magical wraps of some sort. They are transmutation magic. There's transmutation magic on those wraps. Well, I, I figured they were rags. Well, I guess I'll bring them up then. So she'll pick them up and stuff them in her pouch and keep on searching, I guess. Okay, you search the rest of the room, and there's nothing else of note, and you don't fall into any other holes in the ground. And nothing in the other pit either, I guess. Uh, you didn't say you did anything in the other pit. Yeah, there's another I'll pit over one. here. So I already got the rope around me. Might as well just lower me down into this one, too. Yep. Looks like the uh, same as the pit in the northwest. Although there appears to be no nice wraps of cloth in this pit. 
yeah, while she's down there searching, she'll leave the wraps up top for someone to look at and see if they can figure out All what right. they do. I, I, I will continue to look at them using my uh, trained arcane knowledge to identify magic. Okay. Uh, and Nella maybe could look in, and do another detect magic in this pit, just in case. Sure. Nella does detect magic. There's nothing in the pit that is magical. Nixnox spends 10 minutes studying and he figures out that those are plus one hand wraps used by monks mm. for mm. making your unarmed attacks work like magic weapons. Cool. Oh, uh, who who does unarmed attacks? No one in this group. No, no I, everyone, I guess. The, the monks wow. that I'm not using in this adventure. <laughs> uh, okay. Still, that's good, though. Unlocked. Yeah, something. very good. Yeah, hey. Never know. Why not? Well, that was also worth two treasure bundles, so if you missed it, you would have lost two treasure bundles worth of stuff. Yeah. If you oh, yeah, we need treasure bundles. Mm-hmm. Do I have to make any roll to do this maneuver? Go around that corner? No. Okay. That, are those the ones that go up, or do they go down? Or they both they go both up? go down. They both go, they both go down. They're just okay. the way the map. I'm is. gonna peep. I'm living up to my oh, namesake. This is on the move. Let's get I'm going. Peeping. <laughs> I guess it's time see, to go. You just see them going. Uh, actually, I'll say one goes down, um, but it's blocked by debris and a cave in, and one goes up. And the one that Mister Peepers is on is the one that goes up. All right, let's head out. Everyone ready? Do it. Do, it. Do I see any more? Or oh, it's a different map, probably. Yeah. Gather up. Teleporting. Let's try not to kill everyone we come across. Maybe. But if we do, let's give them the chance yeah, to uh, sur- surrender as we kill them. <laughs> it's just if they're evil. What do you mean? They're just little. They're just little lizardy rats. Agreed. They're vermin. Spiral staircases leading to this room converge, opening up into a barren stone room. You see to the south, well, a twenty by twenty square room. It then leads to the east to another room, you believe. Alright, I've got my sling ready and I'm detecting traps. I have my trident drawn. I get my staff ready. Oh yeah, ready to fight. Katana at the ready. Okay, Mr. Peepers is looking around, doesn't see anything, although now you go around the corner you see another 20 by 20 room to the east uh, nearly identical to the one you're currently in. However, this one leads off to the north. I tell them, it's safe. Clunk, clunk. It sure is. As Mr. Peepers goes into the room, he sees a room to the north. This room gives off strange eldritch glow through the open doorway, and you see colorful runes on the floor. Uh, this is super cool. It's the it's uh, I'm loving the fog of war. I I love it too. I absolutely. It's totally like it's it, it's immersive. Really, I mean, it's awesome. It really is. You can see you can see Mr. Peepers. Oh, now I can. Yeah, but I wasn't getting. Yeah, like now I'm getting updates when I move my character. All right, hold on. I know. Actually, well, because you don't have life. Hold on. All right, now you can see low light. All right. All right, this is what happens. You see in front of you a room 20 by 30. 
On the floor, you see strange eldritch runes. Red, blue, and yellow. They are emitting a strange glow. Past this room, the hallway continues to the north and then to the west. What do you do? Religious uh, knowledge check for the runes. Trained, of course. I'm, I'm a thief. The religious knowledge check. You have no idea. These runes have nothing to do with religion whatsoever. All right. I tell mm. everybody that. Huh. Perhaps Mixed they up. have to do with the occult. I'm going to take a look. Ugh. I'm going to take a look of my occult lore. Cultism. Well, you're not completely sure. They obviously are magical illumination runes. Oh, what if they're they... arcane? I'll, uh, I got that too. Uh, I, I rolled both. Your arcana is way lower than your occultism. You, um, you're not exactly sure what they are. They could be anything. Wait, my arcana probably... and my occultism are exactly identical. It's what I rolled. Oh, okay. I mean, just to complete the match set, I'll try nature, but... I'm skeptical about that. I have a macro that rolls every skill simultaneously for you. That way I don't have to do it a hundred times. Okay, occultism. And uh, arcana. Okay, Nella is convinced. She knows what these runes are. She is completely convinced that this at one point was used as a sort of almost like a scanner to make sure that the people were entering were like, I don't know, not carrying like magic weapons or armor with them. That's sort of like the first part of the room, like the downstairs was like the entrance way, but then to go into the latter parts of this tower, you had to go through this room and it would do like a magical metal detector. And that is what this is, whether or not it still works and what that causes, you don't know. Who knows? Do, do we have to take off our shoes? A, a magical metal detector that might <laughs> prevent you from doing fun things. Do we have to leave our water flask behind? Wow. It looks like a trap. Fascinating. I am fascinated. However, as you are clonking around, everyone's studying the runes, you see movement up from the north. No! Roll for combat! You've been listening to Roll for Combat, Tales from the Black Lodge. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at rollforcombat.com. You can also find us and play various games on our Discord channel, at discord.rollforcombat.com You've been listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week, always remember to check for traps. <laughs> <laughs>